Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Vayigash Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Parshas Vayigash. Our Aliyah is a short one. It is on the topic of the family of Yosef. It is 11 Psukim Long, running from Perak Memhe, Pasuk Ches to Yud Ches. Just to note that there are some Chumashim which have different break- breakdowns of the Aliyahs. We're going to go with the general consensus, which is the way they were framing it now. Let's take a look at the basic overview and then some points to ponder. So now Yosef is in the middle explaining to the brother his revelation and he says, you should know that it wasn't you who sent me here, but rather Hashem had a plan, Elohim had a plan, and he made me a power controller for Egypt and for Pharaoh. And now he asks his brothers, go and tell my father that your son Yosef has become this great leader in Egypt and you should come down and don't stay. Don't stay in the land of Canaan. You'll stay near me, which will be in the area, the land of Goshen, and you will have your flocks, you'll have your cattle. I will, uh, I will sustain you for these in the coming five years of famine, lest you become impoverished. And then he goes on to describe to, to, to his brothers that you should know that I am the power, I am the mouth that speaks to you. You should tell my father all of the success I've had in Mitzrayim and bring him down here. At which point, Yosef and Benjamin throw themselves upon each other's shoulders and they cry upon each other's shoulders. He kisses all his brothers and then he and uh, and this is the end of this first very emotional scene. We now hear that the the this this idea this meeting becomes known and all of Egypt finds out the the house of Pharaoh finds uh, finds out and it pleases Pharaoh. In fact, Pharaoh and his servants are so happy and Pharaoh commands that he should go up and uh, take their animals and go back to the land of Canaan bring gifts and bring all kinds of things, the best of Egypt, um, and uh, and be in, in, enjoy the best of the land. So it seems like a very favorable outcome at this in this Aliyah. Let's take a few basic points to ponder. The first question is, is why is it that the land of Goshen is chosen? Why is it that Yosef gives makes this suggestion? So Malim explains that if you remain in Canaan, he's going to tell his father, it'll make it more difficult for me. The reason is, is because if I keep sending grain to the land of Canaan, people suspect me of dual loyalty. And the, and the, if you come here, if you're in Egypt, there'll be less questions about my dual loyalty, suggests Yosef. However, as the Torah and the Ramban explain, that he also wanted to ensure that Yaakov was not too subsumed in Egyptian culture. So close enough, but not too close. Because if he was too close, um, then ultimately um, then there would be too much assimilation and he knew that was something Yaakov was trying to avoid. Now, if you look carefully at them throwing each other on e- on the on each other's shoulders, you'll notice a very interesting thing: that there's a difference in description of the shoulder shoulders and shoulder of Benjamin and Yosef. It describes that Yosef cries on the shoulders, tzavrei, the shoulders in plural of Benjamin, but Yosef but Benjamin cries on the shoulder, tzavarov, the a single shoulder of Yosef. Why is that? Why is there such a discrepancy? So Rashi quotes the Medjush, which says that they are actually crying about a future event. The Yosef is cro- crying on the shoulders of Binyamin, two of them, because there will be two Bate Migdash built in the territory of Yam Binyamin, which will be destroyed in the future. And when it comes to Yosef, Yosef will have the Mishkan Shiloh, one on one of his shoulders, one, um, the Mishkan Shiloh will be destroyed, and that's what he is mourning the loss of. Um, so it's 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 talking about these future events. Now it seems a little strange, you know. At this point in time, do they know there's going to be a base of English? Do they know there's going to be a Mishkan? Do they really fully understand the consequences of this? Um, very hard, very hard to to appreciate what this really what this truly means. But as the Maharal explains, is that what they, what they were truly truly doing over here was is they were expanding, they were stretching their experience 
to a future experience. Meaning, how is that we're ever able to experience empathy for another person? Aren't we all really self-focused and self-centered? How can we ever cry on behalf of others? And part of the answer is, is that we stretch our own experiences to encompass others. So when we experience pain, we stretch ourselves to feel the pain of others through our own pain as well. And that's what Yosef and Yomin are doing. They're thinking about the missed years of childhood, the experiences they missed, the, the exchanges, living as neighbors, seeing each other's children grow up, the, all, all the things that, that normal families would have. This is what Binyamin and Yosef are crying about, this indelible impact upon their lives. And as they're experiencing that, they're able to stretch themselves to grander, more national experiences as well. What is also interesting about this is that it's the same root because the reason why this separation had occurred, the reason why these two brothers did not have the basic gift of, of a shared, of, of a shared child, later childhood and adulthood was for the simple reason of a debate between brothers, between because of fighting and infighting. And that's going to be the reason why the Mishkan and ultimately the two Bate Megdash are going to be destroyed. So much infighting, so much hate of Jew upon Jew. And that being the case, they're crying ultimately for the, this fractal, this idea of what's happening now, which will ultimately affect them and the nation in the future as well. Funny Wano's question is, why is that Pharaoh was so happy to hear the news that now suddenly his viceroy has family? So Ramban says, well, before he was a little bit embarrassed because he had people in his cabinet who would question and say, wait a second, who is this Hebrew after all? He was a slave and now he's the, he is the top of the totem pole. We, we're from here, we're pure blood, uh, pure, pure um, Egyptian blood. Why do we not get the, the, that post? Um, and it, when it became known that he, in fact, he was from the Abrahamic dynasty, Abraham was considered as a, as royalty in the Middle East. And so therefore, it really um, actually g- gave credence to Yosef's case as well. Rasulavajik points out that Pharaoh was also happy because he realized that Yosef was a visionary, incredible, uh, incredibly talented individual. And when his family would come, he understands this would actually help the economy, having people of such industrious talent as well. This is also an interesting debate that nations have about hosting or expelling Jews. Is what about the talent? Um, something which of course resonates even today. With this we close the third Ali. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.